Peace. What's good, y'all? Shit look like it's acting slow. Hopefully it catch up. You know how they like to try to sabotage the shit. <laughs> we don't let them. We don't let them. Can't get them. Don't sweat them. What's up, family? They want Drizzy. Teach Maria. What else is in here? Why, thank you. 164,000. Hundred sixty-four thou. Moving up. We are moving up. Somebody said today's math. Today's math is knowledge, God. All being born to build, destroy. When you you when you use your knowledge, that is in innate to you as God. You build. a more positive world and destroy the negative one. Peace, God. Peace, Earth. <clears throat> and it goes like... Peace was good. My audio is not synced right now with my camera. Uh-oh, maybe it's coming back. Yep. Oh, yes. Ah, we synced again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. What's good, y'all? Um, Welcome back to the Godcast. Everybody, make sure you click that like button upon entering. Um, Tommy Epp. He kicking those Lord J lines. Come into my laboratory. I'm going to take you on a tour. An unk is a key, and the key is knowledge, which unlocks my lab's door. Uh, careful as you enter. Heat generates from the center. Lord Jamar's the inventor. Woo! See, the shit was going so fast. Y'all probably ain't even fully understand my lyrics on uh, Dance to My Ministry, but yeah, I was, I was killing it. Anyway. Um, welcome back. Make sure you click uh the like button. Make sure you click the share button. You know what I'm thinking about doing? You know what I'm flirting with right now? I'm flirting with putting 
the um the link to join me in a video maybe putting that in the description and if let's just say oh i don't know twenty dollars maybe a twenty dollar super chat will get you up here at least if you want to come up here and, and 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 ask a question or some shit like that i'm thinking about doing something like that uh oh they got this new thing too when i bring people on there it says guests can stream to their own destinations that's some new shit right there that's dope um let me see something let me see something Uh, so here's how we're going to do it. I'm going to put this link here, right? To join the stream. Now, just anybody can't click the motherfucker. Um, but if I see that you donated or put something in cash app and you want to ask a question, then boom, bam, boom. Just be ready. Be camera ready. Don't have a fucking lights behind you and shit. Um, oh, it's not letting me. Uh, I don't think it's not letting me save those changes. It's not letting me save those changes. Well, I'm going to put it in the chat. Fuck it. And if y'all can get it, you get it. Anyway. We back. Yeah, here you go. There you go. There's the link. All right. I see my shit is out of sync again, but uh, <laughs> I guess it'll go in and out. It'll come back. All right. So earlier today, um, got some sad news, man. Um, a brother who I actually had the pleasure of working with, um, a very underrated actor, I would say, um, passed away, um, his name was Lance Riddick. Rest in peace to my brother, Lance Riddick. Um, many of you know him from The Wire. Many of you know him from uh, John Wick. Um, but he first came as Desmond Mobay on Oz uh, when I played Suprema Law on Oz he was somebody that I had to interact with in some scenes and we did a few scenes together and you know he was just like 
just super supportive. Like, you know what I mean? Like that was my first acting role. And yo, he was just like, like, you got it. Like, yo, you're intense. Like, you know, like, and um, yeah, he was dope, man. And he, and you know, I noticed some people might notice that like, he had a very straight up stiff back, like the way he would walk. And that's because he had back problems. Like I didn't know, but apparently he had very like debilitating back problems. And I'm not sure if, you know, he's been living all these years with these back problems. And then finally, you know, might've come early to the pain. I don't know. They say natural causes. We don't even know what natural causes are these days. Um, but all I know is he was a good brother. When I met him, um, I could see that he was a hell of an actor. And it was crazy because after my interaction with him, I started seeing him in, in mad shit. You know what I mean? Like he was everywhere. And I was just, you know, he's one of those actors for me. You know, certain certain actors I like. I live, I can live through them in a way. Like, you know, I have actors that have worked with people that got Academy Awards. You see what I'm saying? So by osmosis, <laughs> I worked with them too. You understand what I'm saying? Like when you work with great people and then they work with great people or they go on to do great things and shit like that, it just feels good. And it's just like, okay, yeah. Like when I'm watching this, this dude, in John Wick and all that. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker's in a blockbuster. And it's like, but yo, I know this dude. I, I worked with this dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so am I in a blockbuster by osmosis? Kind of. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, he was a good brother. Um, y'all leave him alone. Some people talking about he got a white wife and all of that. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's neither here nor there. I just know he was a good brother. He was a phenomenal actor, man. And, you know, I think he was, I think he was underrated, definitely, to a degree. Like, I don't know if everybody knows his name like that, you know? They might know his character. They definitely know his face. Like, oh, yeah, I know Homeboy from the White, you know? Or Captain such a, you know, they might know his characters. But do they know his name? as an actor you know um maybe not you know but i'm here to say his name is lance riddick um and i had the privilege of working with him um rest in power rest in peace Okay. Um, hang on. Shout out to Charlie. Thank you for the donation. Said, so "What's the most memorable mo memorable moment you had when you were running through Latin Quarter?" Hmm. The most memorable moment I had at Latin Quarters. Uh, probably would be the night they tried to snatch my chain. <laughs> uh, 
the night they tried to snatch my chain when I was supposed to meet some people there. I think my man Melicon and a few other people. And they fronted on me. You know, they didn't come. They nobody, nobody met me there. I'm down at the Latin quarters by myself. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going in there. You know what I mean? And I got the little, you know, got a little rope on or whatever, you know, nothing crazy, but you know, I had my, I had my jewels and shit back then. And so it's like, oh man, like you don't want to be a sucker and tuck your shit in and hide it and all that type of shit. So it's like, fuck it. I'm wearing my shit in there. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, so, you know. It's the Latin quarters, Brooklyn, all that type of shit is in there. You know what I mean? And so, you know, there's a crew of fucking robbing niggas. And I remember there was this one nigga who, like, he tried to set it up for me to, like, have problems with him. Like, you know what I mean? I went to the bathroom, and as I'm coming out of some shit, like, he made it to where I bumped into the nigga and tried to, like, you know, Oh, you bumped into me and all that. Yo, pardon me type of shit. You know what I mean? But he got a whole bunch of little shorty niggas with him. So long story short, now I'm back inside the main part of the quarters and fucking, you know what I mean? I'm on the main dance floor part and then I see the scheming ass nigga and shit. You know, he got all these little hoodie niggas with him and he's talking to them and I see the niggas pointing. I'm like, oh shit, it's getting ready to go down. And I done seen niggas get cut in all kinds of shit in the quarters. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, yo, that's not happening. You know what I mean? Like, um, so long story short, yo, bunch of niggas fucking with hoodies, the main dude, he ain't even involved in, he ain't even do it. He sent his little niggas, they all surrounded me and it was like one, two, three, and they all reached out and like tried to grab my chain and I fucking, I grabbed the shit at the same time. So the shit, it like broke, (laughs) like they got a piece of the chain and shit, you know what I mean? And ran off, nobody punched me or no shit like that. I didn't get cut, thankfully, you know what I mean? Niggas just tried to grab my shit and ran off and didn't even get the whole shit or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Then I fucking went home fucking angry, you know, and then me and Sincere came back the next night, you know what I mean, with hammers and all that, looking for these motherfuckers and, you know what I mean, was ready to rob anybody. <laughs> Anybody that we felt, you know what I mean, was from Brooklyn or whatever the fuck. Because we felt like, I felt like they definitely was from Brooklyn and shit. And, uh, yeah, we didn't see the motherfuckers or whatever, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, that's a little memorable. (laughs) A little memorable story amongst many of them, you know. Uh, As far as hip-hop stories, man, um... Man, I seen Rakim at the Latin Quarters. I seen Just Ice. That's a memorable one. Fucking Stetsasonic. Mad people I seen at the Latin Quarter. You know what I mean? But thanks for that question. You just took me back. 
it just took me back. Okay. So we said uh rest in peace to my brother Lance Riddick. Um let's talk about your homegirl. What homegirl are you talking about? I'm talking about your homegirl Sierra. Did y'all see what this girl Sierra had on <laughs> at whatever the fuck? What was it? The Academy Awards or some shit? Um, first of all, I want to play this little uh, this little commentary that a sister had um, about what Sierra was wearing and all of that, and then let's you and I discuss it a little bit. Um, here, let's check this out. Let's check this out because I don't know if she's trying to fucking make homie sucker of the year or of the decade. I don't know what the fuck, but, uh, okay. Let's do the knowledge. Hang on. Quickly about Sierra, um, dress. I just want to say that women, um, prostitution used to be illegal. So women used to have to dress very provocative to kind of let people know in a very indirect way that they were selling pussy. And that's how people began to wear really short dresses, wear fishnets and things of the nature because they were trying to solicit themselves, but they couldn't do it because it was illegal. Now we are under the impression this free will, freedom of all of this, but really nobody's really free. But we are under the impression that just because I can do something, that means that I should do something. I just want to know why is it that Christians, Christianity is such a sloppy religion that Christians literally believe that they can serve God and also serve the devil, that you can look like a royalty and also look like a slut and it's all okay. Mm. All right, so I just want to hop in this conversation mm. really quickly about Sierra. Good question, sister. <laughs> Clap it up for the sister. That is a good question. Why? Well, I mean, I guess not just Christians, but, you know, they be the main ones talking this shit. Um... And, we, and I guess we can't put it just on Sierra. Like, all these broads in Hollywood and, you know, be looking like sluts. And, you know what I mean? Like, they just don't give a fuck about their man or, or you know, they don't care what kind of shit they might get them into. Why is my shit looking unfocused? Hang on. There we go. There we go. Um, yeah. It's crazy. Like, fellas, <laughs> do you want your woman wearing shit like that anywhere else than in the bedroom? Like, what's that all about? And yeah, didn't the homie look uncomfortable? 
Jenny look uncomfortable. Like, like, goodness gracious. Like, he might have said something, but she was like, fuck that. I'm wearing it anyway. <laughs> I'm wearing the shit anyway. And you ain't fucking. You're not going to stifle me as a woman. You're not going to stifle me as a woman and tell me what I can't wear and all this other fucking shit. Like, what's the purpose? Like, why you want to be fucking naked? Like, why you want everybody to see that? What's the purpose behind that? Is you trying to pull in other dudes are you saying that you're doing this for your man or are you doing this for other men too because i think you're doing it for other men too like you want other niggas to lust after you that's why you would wear some shit like that look at his face <laughs> look at his face and look at her face. Looks very devilish in her face. And he looks like, man, y'all ain't shit, man. Y'all make me do the, man, y'all, y'all Illuminati niggas ain't shit, man. Why y'all be making me do this? And she's like, yeah. Cause I'm a fucking witch. That's why. Oh, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. I mean, if we really analyze it, she said, that's not the CC I know. Uh, what CC do you know? Because the CC I know fucks with niggas like Future and you know what I mean? She fucked with thug niggas. Wasn't she fucking with 50 at one point? Wasn't that one of 50's things? Like she 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 was future baby uh baby mama, but Russell Wilson married her. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It's just like she seemed like one of those one of those girls that like seem like she trying to play like she's good and sweet and all of that. Like, but really, like you know. She got a little uh, something in her. <laughs> Let's just say. You got a little freaky deek in a, a little freaky deaky. Um, and I don't know, like, ladies, do y'all understand, like, the kind of, um, the kind of problems y'all can bring your man by dressing like this? Like the shit that you might, the kind of shit you might be jeopardizing just by, by wearing that shit. Like, let's suppose a nigga do or say something to her crazy, and now Russell is forced to defend her honor and all this type of shit. Ends up hurting somebody, or somebody hurts him, 
Okay, sound is back. Yeah, I know. It said the audio went out. It should be back. Okay, back up. Yeah. So anyway, so now a nigga uh, feels her ass or grabs her titties or or does it or trumps her and grabs her by the pussy. Um. Now you have to do, what are you doing? Why are you touching my wife like that? Why are you, why are you ogling her? You see niggas looking at her all like, damn. Damn, Sierra. Looking good. Like, like, and now this nigga is like, you know what I mean? Now he getting all, you know? Oh, he should just be secure in himself. He should just be secure. Niggas, she's walking by and he's holding her hand and niggas is like, yo, I'll fuck the shit out of her. All loud and shit like that. Like, do you think they talk about, <laughs> do you think they talk about the sisters at three-fourths like that? Like, I'm not just saying that. I'm not saying you got to wear a burqa and all this type of shit, ladies. You know, but that's some extreme shit right there. You know what I mean? That's super extreme. Like, come on. Even the some of the, some of the nastiest dressing of y'all ladies out there could agree that that shit, that shit was too far. You know what I mean? So- <laughs> But I just feel like, I don't know. He's just the type of, like, she got him. He's the type of nigga like, yeah, okay, baby. Okay. Shut up, nigga. I'm wearing a dress. Okay. Like, I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like, I don't think women even think about that part, like, the, the the type of um shit that they put the man type of position they're putting the man in where he might have to kill somebody <laughs> you know he might have to go to jail because of this he might lose his career because of this and his freedom all because you wanted to wear some fucking crazy shit Somebody said, I never grabbed a bitch by the pussy. A word? (laughs) A word? What era did you grow up in? Because there was an era when girls was grabbing niggas by the dick. You never been to the tunnel? (laughs) You ever been to the tunnel? Them girls in there? 
they was Ivanka Trumps, I guess. <laughs> they was the female version of Trumps. They'll grab you by your dick and look you right in your eye like, what, nigga? That's right, I did it. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I don't know whatever you came up in. But, um, used to be a lot of nasty shit going on when I think about it. Like, <laughs> if you go back to, like, elementary school like back to elementary school there was a lot of ass feeling and titty feeling and shit like that like on girls like you might just walk in the hall and just grab a girl's ass and run <laughs> y'all don't remember that shit come on you remember that shit and the girl will act like she didn't like it but she she liked it you know what i mean chase you a little bit and you know after school y'all might be making out who knows um yeah i remember this girl she used to you know niggas used to have the afro and used to put the pick in your head shit this girl used to and this is like i'm telling you i was in like fifth grade <laughs> this girl used to grab my pick and run with it and then stick it down her fucking her shirt and like this girl in fifth grade was developed. She has some big ass titties in fifth grade, yo. I don't know what this girl was drinking, eating, but she has some big ass titties. And I used to, like, oh, you think I won't get it? You know, and she, hey, you know, daring me to go down her fucking shirt, and I'll be right there, fucking digging and going to get my pick, and then get my little feels real quick. You know what I mean? These was the fuck. <laughs> These was the times we grew up. That was what that was the seventies, I guess. Yeah, seventies, maybe early eighties. Good times, good times. <laughs> when they reminisce over you. Somebody said I just ran into this. Okay, well, if you just joining us. <laughs> We, I don't know, how do we get here? Oh, yeah, we talked about Russell Wilson and all of that shit and, and, and just shit that can happen, man. Ladies, just think twice. You're not the only one, you know what I mean? And there's, there's consequences for all our actions, and I'm sorry people say, oh, you victim blame. Listen, if some shit happens, everybody has to take accountability for their part in it so ladies if your man fucking ends up clapping somebody because you know they're being disrespectful to you you got to understand that maybe you shouldn't have wore that fucking that see-through suit that you put on that night i'm just saying um, yo, shout out to my man Rock Marcy. I went to a show of his at this spot called uh, Elsewhere Hall in Brooklyn. My man fucking Rock be bringing them out, boy. Um, dope ass show. He put me up on an artist that he just signed. 
by the name of Great God. Let me give him an applause. Great God. Great God wear the mask. Great God wear a mask. He ain't even showing his face type of shit. But he, but but Great God's on some fashion shit. And, yo, I'm fucking with Great God. Great God got some hard ass fucking music. I didn't really, I wasn't aware of him that night. I did my fucking history on him. You know what I mean? After the show. Checked out his joint. He got a he got a uh got a little EP or whatever called Snow Day. Now, don't get me wrong. He do talk about some drug shit, but he got a chamber that y'all don't know about on some real conscious shit. But like it's not always the content. It's just how the shit make you feel sometimes. Like hip hop is not, it's not always the technicalities about, okay, exactly what they're saying and how they're saying it. Blah, 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 boom. You know, sometimes some shit is just dope. Like dope is dope. Um, so at the end of the day, man, I'm fucking with great God. Um, he even came to my rest. I done hit him with some beats already. Uh, I'm gonna put them on some shit. I'm just letting y'all know early because I'm a a I'm a A&R extraordinaire. First of all, I know that shit when I see it. Like you know what I mean. And so I'm telling y'all now, if you don't already know about Great God, go check them out and thank me later. Uh, okay. Shout out to Italian Ice six seventy eight. He said, "Hey LJ, much love." Happy to catch you live. Quick question. Can a white person become a five percenter and also a Catholic? Or is that just the trifecta of craziness? Um, well, to answer your question, your first part of your question, yes, a white person can become a five percenter, the the uh the father of law had a white student by the name of uh, Asriel. And um, there have been known to be some quote-unquote white five percenters, although the culture is made for and, um, you know, glorifies the original man um who is you know this man the the the, the black man the the first man um but now become a five percenter and also a catholic that's whether they was white or black, that would just be craziness in itself. You know what I mean? You can't serve two masters. You can't be two different things. Now, you can have knowledge of many things, but you're going to be either the one or the other. You're either going to be a Catholic who knows about certain 5% doctrine, or you're going to be a 5%er who knows about Catholic doctrine. But 
there's no way that you're going to uh, sit there and say, yeah, I'm both, you know. Um, and if you think you can do that, then you were probably taught wrong from the beginning, from your foundation in one of those, if one, if not both of those teachings. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Italian ice is, is that your, is, was that your aspiration? <laughs> you want to be a five percenter, but you still want to be a Catholic to make your mother happy. Is that, <laughs> is that it? So she won't disown you. He's probably like, damn, you just hit it on my head, on the head. Let me know in the comments, but thank you for your donation. <clears throat> Actually, shit, that was $20. You could have fucking clicked that link and you could have got on the video and uh, said that one and asked that question. Uh, what else we got going on here? So apparently everybody's talking about uh, Troy Ave testified in court against Taxstone. Um, yeah, interesting, interesting, interesting. Kiso said, Lord Jay, I got some great ideas for you, man. You can blow up even more. Okay, I'm I'm open. I'm open to great ideas. Um hit me up. Hit my DM or or uh you know, send me an email, some shit like that. Kiso with the great ideas in the subject line. Um So, uh, yeah, it's like you got a lot of these dudes that rap all this street shit and, you know what I mean, and act like they super gangster, but then it just seems like when it's time to really show and prove that and exhibit that, niggas do other than that. Now, I don't really give a fuck either way, to be honest. Um, it's just interesting to me, man. Um, I don't know. There's just certain codes. And if you're still supposed to be a street dude, you're not supposed to be cooperating with the police at all. You know what I mean? You're not supposed to be cooperating with the police at all. Um, and it's not even like, you know, I got niggas that's like, yo, it's not even like he's up for a body or some shit like that. Like to gun charge or some shit like that. Like, do you even really have to testify? Like, You know, there was codes where niggas would not even testify against niggas who shot them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but again, 
that's when you're like claiming some real street, you know, I live that life. If you don't live that life, then go ahead and, and testify and tell the police, yo, that's the nigga that shot me. It was him. You know what I mean? And this is what happened. Boom, bam, boom, bam, boom. It's just that like, well, I guess in this rap shit, man, we got to kind of, you know, we definitely got to understand that everybody that rap about some shit is not real. Like everybody that rap about a certain lifestyle, they're not necessarily really about that lifestyle. Even if it sounds pretty good, like some of these motherfuckers really know how to study some shit and they know what to say to make you feel like, oh yeah, that's, that's, yeah, they know what, they must know what's up. That's a real nigga. But I'm sorry to say a lot of these dudes in this rap shit is not living how they portray to live. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't wouldn't it be disappointing to you if, you know, you know me for years for having all this, like, righteous music, 5% music, and then you found out, yo, he's not even a 5%. <laughs> He's not even a real five percenter. Wouldn't that be disappointing? Or would you just be like, oh fuck it, like his music anyway? You know what I mean? Like I'd be, I'd be kind of disappointed. So I'm just saying, like, that's what's happening with a lot of these gangster rappers and street rappers and shit like that. Like, you know? It's like you wanted, you wanted to believe that. These niggas was about the shit they was rapping about. But. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them is. uh, Definitely not about that life. But it sounds good. It sounds good. Yep. Shout out to homie. (laughs) Some people got receipts. You know? It's like... You gotta have to start pulling out receipts on niggas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Need to see receipts. He rap good. But see, niggas' character will show you shit too about them. Yeah, you know I mean, I guess that's what it's all about. Like. It's about character, man. At the end of the day, what's your character like? If you have a strong character, that's what we translate to be a real nigga. 
You know what I mean? To be a solid dude. Like, but if your character is not solid and you out here doing sucker shit, you know, and, and there's many different sucker shits, but one of them is working and cooperating with the fucking police. Some other sucker shit might be, you know, not fucking, not paying your debts, not giving respect to niggas that, that gave you the plug. That could be some sucker shit too. Terrell McMiller, he said, much respect, LJ. Question, would you ever consider getting up with Sadat and Poobah and coming out with a life movie on Brand Nubian? Um, peace to you, Terrell McMiller. Absolutely, I would uh, consider that. Um, some people talk about it here and there. Like, yo, would you ever think about doing a, uh, you know, biography type flick? Sure. <laughs> I mean, like, sure, that could happen. You know, it would just have to be done right, man. It would have to be, you know, would have to have a budget behind it. It can't be no bullshit. But absolutely. Thank you for your donation, Terrell. Um, Supreme Mash. Peace. He said, peace to the gods and earths. Much respect. K. Always felt dilated peoples had a wet uh had a West Coast brand Nubian vibe, not necessarily content. Hmm. Okay. Um I don't know. I didn't listen to dilated peoples like that, but I'm aware of them. You know what I mean? Um Yeah, I think a lot of people in in their own way, you know, first of all, man sharpens man, steel sharpens steel. Like we had, we got vibes from people. So, but we also gave out vibes to people, you know what I mean? So, um, that's how that works. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I just didn't really do the knowledge to, uh, <clears throat> to that group like that. To, to to really see any kind of uh, full <clears throat> similarity. Um, okay, so moving on. So did y'all hear about these bank collapses? Two banks. You have uh, Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, and also Signature Bank in New York. Silicon Valley Bank is in California. And <clears throat> Signature Bank is in New York. Silicon Valley is known for, uh, you know, their money is in like tech startups and stuff like that. They give a lot of money and loans in that tech field. Whereas Signature Bank 
is uh, they largely lend to like real estate companies and law firms and stuff like that. And they both basically Silicon Valley Bank kind of created a chain reaction that started fucking with a lot of different banks. And through that chain reaction, Signature Bank um, collapsed as well and was taken over by the FDIC. Um, What do y'all think this means as far as the future of the American banking system and really world banking systems? We know already that they are striving to get us to digital currency. They want us to move to a one world currency. They want us to get to digital currency, get us away from paper money. Um, You know, I was surprised that during uh, the so-called spam schmemic that they didn't go harder about the dirtiness of money. Oh, money's so dirty. Be careful when you trade money and, you know. Um, but that's definitely going to be one of the things they're going to say that money is more high, um, that uh, digital currency is more hygienic because you don't have to actually physically. Um Yep, shout out hieroglyphics. Um, So anyway, what do y'all think? Like, are you somebody that, like me, who just thinks like, oh, yeah, you know, this is just part of, uh, well, someone, actually, this is not how I think, but are you somebody that thinks, okay, well, this is just part of how things go. Um, banks will come back, da 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 You know, this is part of a trend that we've seen in the past, you know, or, you know, are you someone like me? Like, yeah, I see that this is part of the plan. They're trying to slowly, um, you know, weaken the economy weaken weaken the banking system in order to force people into this electronic age of electronic currency and bitcoin and all this shit <clears throat> so i'm just kind of curious what do y'all think in the chat let's get your take on this um the Fall of America by Elijah Muhammad. I mean, you know what? It's funny because it really does feel like America is falling, falling. Like, I know this has probably been said decades before. Like, what's funny is they saw the beginning of the moral slide probably in like the 60s. But in our view, that was so like almost wholesome, like as far as the the degradation that was going on, 
like especially even like with the sexual revolution and all of that like we was cheering that on because we thought like it was helpful to us like shit if it's free love then shit we this is gonna be girls just out fucking in the streets then that's gonna be good for me like um but this whole sexual revolution that they started was actually helped to you know pull out this the, the stitching and the fabric and help to unravel the whole garment to where you know now there's almost nothing to hold it together anymore and 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 america is wearing a fucking sierra dress and shit <laughs> um yeah like make no mistake about it this this whole digital shit is not helpful. I know you think it's cool that you can take your phone and tap it at the fucking store and oh, bing, and the purchase goes through and all that type of shit. But once you get into this digital currency, digital currency is something that is programmable. Um, so if the if the people who run the digital currency decide that you, sir, or you, ma'am um or somebody that <clears throat> they want to limit their resources they can stop you from being able to buy certain things they can stop how far your uh your digital currency works maybe your digital currency only works in a 2 mile radius of your home um Maybe, maybe they stop, no matter how much money you make, they only allow a certain amount to go in your shit. People be like, how can this all be legal? Like, how, how could they do that if I made the money? Like... Yeah, before you made the money, you can, you know what I mean? You can get the cash and hold it, and that's yours. And then you decide, you know, people would decide if they were going to pay taxes and all that. That's another thing. Like, taxes is automatically coming out of everything. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know, they don't have to come after you for it. They can just take it. Motherfuckers used to be able to hide their money in a mattress or wherever the fuck. You know what I mean? Days is getting ready to be over. And these are the, this is the precursor when you start seeing banks collapsing and shit like that. Big banks too. When's the last time you heard of banks collapsing? It's been a while. Peace. Somebody said, wasn't it just a coin shortage? Who believed that BS? <laughs> right? A coin shortage. What? The fuck has coin shortages? Shout out to... Dorten Bridell. Thank you for the donation on Cash App. 
Artie Stacks. <laughs> oh, shit. What up, Artie Stacks? Yeah, that's some bullshit. Go say hi. <laughs> Go say hi. Um, He said, I never heard of a bank collapsing. 15 years ago. Yeah, that's that's probably about right. Somebody said, stop being so dependent on the white man system. But everybody's dependent on the white man system right now, including you, sir. <laughs> including you, sir. Um, and if somehow you are self-sufficient, well, dagnabbit. Why don't you teach the rest of us exactly how each one of us can do the same? How each one of us can have our own electricity and our own, um, you know, sustain ourselves with our own food supply and our own food chain and our own everything. Please, sir, put us on. Um, Italian, Italian ice, 678. Why, thank you for the donation. He said, hey again, Lord J. Wish I had deep pockets like your girl, Aisha M. Yeah, she's the shit. Or sorry if I got her name wrong. Yeah, Aisha. Had to ask you one more question. Do you recall from back in the day, an Irish guy used to know named Tommy? I had to know if my childhood friend was lying or not. Mmm. Oh, damn. Tommy. I mean, I did know some Tommies. I don't know if he was Irish. What was his last name? Italian ice. If, if I knew his last name, that might would ring a bell, but you know tommy was a common white boy name <laughs> coming up in new rochelle and i knew a few tommies so you'd have to be more specific now is your cousin from new rochelle because right there if he's not then he is probably lying um, but if he is, then he could be telling the truth. So I would need more information, but thank you, Italian Ice. Um, and shout out to iAsia M. She's always the shit. She's always the goat. But, uh, yes, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. My man, Icy Saracen, back in the house. What's up, Icy? I'm so icy. Icy Saracen said, what's your thought on artificial intelligence? You played the chat, you played with chat GBT and how it can write lyrics. Um, well, let me answer the f- second question first. No, I have not played with chat GBT as of yet. Um, but I'd like to see 
what it does. I know about it. I know what it does. I just would like to experience it for myself and toy with it. But no, I haven't played with it. Uh, what's my thoughts on artificial intelligence? Um, artificial intelligence is just that. It's artificial <laughs> intelligence. The, the greatest intelligence is the intelligence that you have right now in your own mind. Your intelligence, there is nothing higher than that. So being impressed by this whole bullshit that they're rolling out, to me, is just more of the devil's work. It's just more of let's praise the fake things in the world instead of the real things. So now you'd rather, you know, you'll praise fake fucking fruit instead of real fruit. You know what I mean? Even beyond meat, you, you'll, you'll praise fake meat instead of real meat. And I'm not trying to be a champion for meat, but I'm just saying it's all about the artificial. So now what they're doing with all this AI basically is taking jobs away from humans. Like they're literally trying to create, um, they're trying to create hardship. They're trying to create more homelessness, more death, more um, suffering. Because that's what happens when people lose their jobs to these machines. You know, it's and they've slowly been easing it in, you know, the self-service line at the fucking uh at the at the checkout. You know, when you go to the supermarket, they got you damn working for them at the checkout line. And and you know, I would try to make it a point to not use those because you're taking away jobs from actual people. Um, now I'm hearing about self-driving trucks to where, you know, truck drivers are going to be out of jobs soon. Cab drivers, like, what are these people supposed to do? Where are they supposed to work? Or are these part of, are these the people that when your man Bill Gates said we need to reduce the population by, what do he say, 15%? Are these the people that he was talking about? And how do we replace these people? How do we replace their jobs with AI jobs? So the first people they want to get rid of are the going to be the people who they feel that AI can replace the job easily. Robots and shit like that. So a lot of service industry and all of that, which a lot of original people are known to work in, will be the first to go. See, my thing is, this fucking devil doesn't realize he can't live without us. <laughs> he can't fucking live without us. He thinks he's gonna fucking, you know, what you think you're going to get rid of all the black people and 
live in this world without us? Like, that's impossible. First of all, you can't destroy what you didn't create. That's number one. I have no fear for atomic energy because none of them can stop the time. That's what that means right there. Like, you can't stop the time because you didn't start the time. We started the time. Okay? So, actually, you know that your time is almost up. So, I believe that this man is trying to take as many people with him as possible. Um, so, all of this AI shit. is him trying to think that his plans are going to go through with reducing the population. And it's funny, I just saw a, a little clip of a comedian and they're like, um, they were talking about that whole speech and how these motherfuckers will be like, I mean, uh, yeah, Bill Gates said he wanted to decrease the population with, you know, bang bangs, but um, it's a conspiracy if you think he meant it. <laughs> and then the guy was like, the guy's like, um, he said, yeah, he said, that's like, you know, you got Bill Cosby and this, and Bill Cosby says, you know, I'm going to give you this drink. It's going to knock you out. And after that, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> Like, oh, it's a conspiracy to believe that Bill's going to actually do that. Like, listen, the man said he's going to do what he's going to do. Like, why would it be a conspiracy to believe what a man said he's going to do? Like, he literally sat on camera and said he was going to bring help bring the population down. They could do a real good job with vaccines and, you know, uh, what do you say? Reproductive health care, which means abortions. Um, all of that shit. So trust me, they're thinking in advance because trust me, these white people who live in comfort, you know, you best ask, do you best believe they ask the question? I, I mean, I like your plan of, 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 of killing, you know, the niggers, but, but who's going to serve me? <laughs> and that's what niggers like Bill Gates come. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. You know, we have, uh, you know, robots and uh, AI that can uh, basically do everything that the, the niggers can do. Really? They even got, <laughs> did you see the robots that they got? Like, they got stripper robots. Yeah, stripper robots. Like, they got a strip club where they got robots in there that twerk and like. I seen one robot that was dancing, like doing these black dances, like. <laughs> like they really think they're gonna fucking replace us with a with AI. They're gonna be writing rhymes 
with fucking chat GBT and then using the fucking software that makes them sound like whatever rapper they want to sound like. It's some bullshit, y'all. Thank you, Icy Saracen. Lee Guinness the Bison. Why, thank you. That's an interesting name. Lee Guinness the Bison. They say bison is one of, if you're going to eat red meat, that bison is a meat that you should actually eat. It's like more natural. It's not all processed like uh, the cow and all this other shit. And bison is something that, you know, definitely was Roman in America. Buffalo, bison, I guess it's the same thing, right? Um, That's some shit that we as native people of this land were eating. So shout out to you, Lee Guinness Bison. The Bison. You have a Guinness Stout with some bison meat. That sounds hearty. Guinness and bison. Ross L. He said, I'm in seven. I'm a god in your age bracket. So as the lessons teach, this is just Yakub playing with his magnets again. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, yeah, he definitely trying to play with Mac with magnets. He's trying to reverse polarity on a lot of shit. You know what I mean? He's trying to reverse the polarity of men and women, of original and non-original, of natural and artificial. He's trying to reverse the polarity. You're right, God. Thank you for your uh, donation. Who we gave 777. I like that, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's trying to reverse the polarity of, um, you know, we at a natural polarity. You see what I'm saying? Where nature is what's dominant and he's trying to make the artificial the dominant thing working against nature um yeah i'm just reading some of these rum ham <clears throat> thank you rum ham he said i know you produced you used to produce for brand nubian records did you produce word is bond that's my favorite brand Nubian song, and that beat is amazing. Why, thank you, Rum Hum. Actually, I did produce Word is Bond, and I directed the video. How about that? Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I, I like that beat. You know what I mean? Um, to be honest, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, and if I had to do it over, I would, I would use some different drums. That's it. You know what I mean? I would use different drums. I don't like the sound of those drums. Whenever I hear that record, I'm just like, kind of bothers me. But I guess it was cool for the time. But <clears throat> I would have used uh, cleaner drums. But you know, 
hindsight is twenty twenty, and and you know, I was still growing at the time, as we are always still growing. Even right now, I'm growing as a producer. But thank you, Rumham. Appreciate you. Um. Oh shit! Hang on. Hold up. Peace to the God. We got the honorable smooth Haynes in the motherfucking house. Peace to the God. Appreciate the support, my brother. Now, I was just talking to you about my man, Great God, earlier. But this is another brother right here. This brother got bars. This brother got bars. I don't even know. I don't even know if he got music like. Where's it? You're going to have to put me on to where your shit is at. I only know him from IG. He got mad freestyles on IG. And. They all create like I ain't heard a whack one yet. Like. I fucks with smooth Haynes. That's my word. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And again, this is somebody, you know, based on his numbers that I see. Y'all, y'all don't even know him like y'all need to know him. This is another one. This is another one that Lord J is telling you there's some hot rappers out here, but you got to fucking, you know what I mean? I know where they at and you got to listen to me. Like, you know what I mean? I know what the fuck I'm talking about. If you go on this fucking page right now, you're going to be like, oh yeah, homie fire. You know what I mean? Homie fire. Like, because I know what the fuck I'm, I don't just like, you know, I don't just like anything. You know, I only like that real hip hop shit. So if Lord J say fuck with it, like, don't fucking argue. Just fuck with it. Don't second guess yourself and be like, well, maybe. Nah, nigga. Like, especially if you cut from a certain cloth. You see what I'm saying? If you're from a certain era, like, where where rappers had to check a lot of different boxes in order for you to even fuck with them. That's the era I come from. You know what I mean? And that's the type of shit I be looking for. Like rappers gotta, y'all gotta check certain boxes for me, man. You know what I mean? And it's not just if you can rap good. It's the type of nigga that you are too. It's the type of energy that you give off. How you moving, how you dress, all of that. I'm looking at it all. You know what I mean? Not just your little raps and shit like that. Who you move with, all of that. It all matters. Um, But my man Smooth Haynes, telling you, he got some hard shit. He got some hard shit. Um, 
Thank you, my brother. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, if you got music like on Spotify or some shit, I guess let me know. You know what I mean? If you got like a project I could listen to or whatever. Um, and shit, I got beats for you too, bro. You know what I mean? So let's talk about that too. Uh, Cause I definitely hit my man Great God with some shit. I'm getting ready to do some shit with Great God. Um, and matter of fact, you know what I mean? See, that's another thing. I know how to connect. I know how to connect the right motherfuckers with the, you know what I mean? Watch. I'm going to get ready to produce a song. Great God, Smooth Haynes, maybe 1159. Watch. Watch. Y'all going to be like, damn. The God know his shit. But yeah, thank you, God. Appreciate you. Um... All I see is and nature. What what you talking about? Oh yeah. Uh, okay, I see what you're saying. I thought you was talking about nature, the rapper. I was like, shit, that was that's my man. Nature used to come to the crib all the time. We used to be chefing up some shit. Um. Okay, what we got here? Italian Ice is back. He said his name was Tommy Downs. I grew up in New Row 2 off Webster Ave with him and his brother. Man, I ain't, you know, the name don't sound familiar to me, but you know what I mean? I knew a lot of people, man, like, and a lot of people knew me. Um, don't sound familiar, you know what I mean? Especially if he lived up by Webster and all that type of shit. Like, yeah, if he didn't live around my way, he had to go to like, if he went to um, Trinity or if he went to Isaac Young, some shit like that, then I probably knew him. Um, or maybe played Youth Tackle League or some shit like that. I don't know, man. You know what I mean? I appreciate you though, Italian Ice. Um, and shout out to my New Road family. I mean, if you're from New Road and you family, man, like, fuck it. That's that's how I feel. Like, I'd be just happy to anywhere I'm at in the world. Like, you know what I mean? If I meet somebody and they love, I'm from New Road. Oh, work. It's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck it with you. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, shout out to you, Italian Nice. Shout out to your man, Tommy Downs. Don't, 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 you know. Don't just automatically call him a liar. Although he could be lying, though. <laughs> he could be lying, though, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Anyway. Uh, shit, I'm just trying to go through these joints, make sure. Let's see. Any more Super Chats? The answer to... Okay, I think I'm caught up on the super chat. Um, so, another rest in peace. This is not new, but our brother Coolio. Rest in peace, Coolio. 
uh, most notably known, you know, for Gangsta's Paradise, one of his biggest records. Um, apparently, his estate plans on putting out a posthumous album from Coolio. Um, they're talking about releasing a studio album later this year that the Grammy-winning hitmaker had been working on in the days before he died. Long Live Coolio will be the first posthumous album release from the Gangster's Paradise star and the first single, Tag, You It, dropped Friday featuring Too Short and DJ Wino. Oh, okay. The raunchy singles video that begins with Coolio and Too Short in a boxing ring as various women gyrate marks the last piece of visual content Coolio appeared in before his death from cardiac arrest on September 28th, 2023, at the age of 59. Coolio won a Grammy and was best uh, for best solo rap performance for Gangsta's Paradise, 1995 hit from the soundtrack of Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer's film, Dangerous Minds, sample Stevie Wonder's 1976 song, Pastime Paradise, and it was played constantly on MTV. Rapper would never have again, he'd never again have the same uh, success. Nothing was as big as that, but he had subsequent hits with Fantastic Voyage in 1994, one, two, three, four, something new in 96, and see when you get there in 1997. What do we think about these posthumous albums? Like, sometimes it just feels like the family is just trying to find ways to make money. Like, would the artist even approve of what was being released? Like, I just feel like, you know, your, your, your estate, you know, unless it's your, like somebody that you're real creative, like your family's not going to necessarily know what you might've wanted to release and not release. You know what I mean? Like I got songs that I might have in my hard drive. That's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind that coming out, but some it's like, nah, that wasn't finished. And the idea, I, you know, I had to more to complete the idea and I wouldn't even want that to like, be heard like that. You know what I mean? But but you might not know that. And you're just, hey, sounds like it's good. Sounds good to me. You know? And you just put the shit out anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess if he was getting ready to drop an album anyway, then maybe, you know, it's like, fuck it, go ahead and put it out. Um, but yeah, like Charles Johnson said, I hated Frank White posthumous album. Yeah, you know, like... Especially, I don't like the way they do Biggie, where they're so fiending for Biggie to have some posthumous shit that they'll take verses, like early big verses, like before he really was in his groove groove. Like he still had, you know, he still had the voice and he was almost there. But like some of his earlier, earlier stuff is not as strong as when he got to ready to die, you know what I mean? Once he was at that ready to die area, you know, um, that's when he really started feeling himself. And that's when he was able to make that album, but he recorded a lot of shit before that. And so now they be using a lot of his earlier stuff when he was still working it out. They try to put that shit out. And I don't like when they do that, yo. And I don't think that big would want that. You know what I mean? I don't think Big would want that. And see, Pac, he had such a work ethic that, you know, he got so many songs. So a lot of his posthumous shit was still sounding like some shit. And like, I guess these other labels was wishing that their artists had did the same thing. But see... Yeah, like a lot of Pac shit. I don't know. A lot of his posthumous. He has some of the best posthumous songs, probably, if you really think about it. Because he just made, he just had so many songs in the can that like, yeah, I don't know. Like he had songs in the can from when he was in his prime. You know what I mean? Like, so that's different than like Biggie having songs in the can when he was heading towards his prime, you know? Um, but at the end of the day, executives don't give a fuck. They're like, listen, we can make, we can make money off this shit. Um, beautiful mind said, blame Diddy the monster. Um, yeah, we can make money off this shit and fuck it. I don't give a fuck if this ain't his best work. You know what I mean? Like, as long as I get paid. That's how they feeling. Damn. Somebody said Pac was recording 10 to 20 songs in the same day. Whew. Cass comes and said, bottom line is all they consider. Yeah. Mm. Somebody said Big was great because he came out at the right time. Imagine Big now. He would get no wins. Hmm. Well, let me get my let me get your question straight. Or your prep your supposition. Are you saying that if Big came out right now, he would get no wins? 
Or are you saying if Big was still out from the time he was out back then until now that they wouldn't be fucking with him now? You see what I'm saying? Um, but that's interesting. What do y'all think? If Biggie came out right now, would people fuck with him? I mean, you know, first of all, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of uh, what if land. You know what I mean? Because if he came out now, he might rhyme different. He might he might would have different beats. All of that. You know what I mean? So we don't know what a what a Biggie who's just coming out now would even sound like and and i'm assuming that if he was just coming out now that means he's a younger biggie you know what i mean as opposed to you know being how old would big be right now like 50 instead of being 50 and just coming out so Somebody said Rick Ross is what Biggie would have been. Hmm. You know, I might not disagree with that. I might not disagree with that. Hmm. Interesting. Um... Did you hear that the International Criminal Court, the ICC, has put out a warrant for the arrest of Vladimir Putin for the deportation of Ukrainian children? Y'all hear about this? They put out an arrest warrant for Putin. Who the fuck is supposed to uh, execute that warrant? Like what in the game of show do you think you're doing? Like all you trying to act like, you're just trying to use that to make him seem like he a bad guy. And look, the ICC issued a warrant for his arrest. Yeah, but ain't nobody going to arrest him. That shit is like a symbolic warrant or some shit like that. Like, y'all just gave the nigga a symbolic warrant. Like, like, if we could, we'd arrest him for, uh, for deporting Ukrainian children. <laughs> what the fuck hold up like why is that so bad I'm just wondering like they deport all kinds of children from places why is deporting Ukrainian children a war crime anybody anybody at all anybody Anybody at all? 
Like, I don't get it. Why would that be a war crime? People are refugees from 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 uh, countries, and it be mad people. You know what I mean? Marching out of a country and all this type of shit, and it be kids, it be children. You know what I mean? When 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 your girl, um, what's her name, Kamala Harris, told the people at Mexico, said, "Don't come, don't come." She was talking to little kids. She was talking to children too. You know what I mean? So what the fuck? Why? Because it's Ukraine? And now they got some sort of... Ukraine is like a code word now. Like, if you do anything bad to Ukraine, it's like... You know? What is Ukraine? Like the new LGBT of countries? Well, you just can't say nothing about them. Or you can't do nothing against them without looking like a bad guy. Oh, he's a homophobe. He's a war criminal. Same thing. These motherfuckers. Um... Yeah, well, good luck with that, guys. <laughs> good luck with uh, taking that warrant and going from door to door and busting down doors and looking for this nigga like, they, like it's the first 48. Good luck. I wish you luck. <laughs> Tell me how that works out for you, ICC. Huh? Fucking kangaroo court ass nigga. You kangaroo court ass motherfuckers. Can't be serious with this shit. Hang on. War crime allegations. One senior Ukrainian official told CNN on Monday that Kiev has been pushing the ICC for some time to seek arrest warrants against Russian individuals in relation to the war in Ukraine. This is fucking crazy. Says the Russian government doesn't deny taking Ukrainian children has made their adoption by Russian families a centerpiece of propaganda. So wait, he's taking them and giving them good lives? <laughs> Is that what's going on? Let me find out. 800 children from Ukrainian eastern Donbass area were living in the Moscow region, many with families, according to Moscow. So, I mean... A war crime would mean like they were torturing these children. Are you saying that they take these children and get them adopted? <laughs> and that's a war crime? Wow. Peaceful, chill. Um... 
how many of our children got taken during slavery and didn't get adopted, got sent to be slaves, all kind of sex slaves, all kind of field slaves, house slaves. Where's the war crimes of this? Can we get retro war crimes for this country? Instead about instead of them coming up with fake shit like this. I mean, trust me, nobody wants their ch children to get taken and all of that type of shit. I'm just saying, like. Yeah. Well, like I said, good luck with that. Um this <laughs> Let's see if that nigga don't gun you down. You try to fucking knock on his door and shit. That motherfucker have a missile for your ass. You trying to bring me a, what? You try, what? You got a warrant? What? <laughs> Shoot the Kalishnikovs. Blast the Kalishnikovs now. Do it now. Get to the chopper now. Um, man, I think that that's all. Yeah. Oh, real quick before we go, before we go, it's just you and you know, it's just you and I here. So let's do our little water cooler talk. Um, who's watching the Wu Tang series? Also, who's watching The Godfather of Harlem? Uh, are we all caught up on both shows? Are we happy with what we've seen so far? I just watched the shadow boxing episode yesterday of Wu-Tang. Um great great episode um now now first of all i want to thank everybody that um when i was putting my bid in to play papa woo that y'all supported me and y'all you know what i mean y'all put it out into the universe to the point where it got to rizza okay i ran into rizza in the studio and, you know, I brought this shit up. He's like, yeah, I heard, you know, this shit came back to me and all that. He's like, we trying to see what's up, you know. I'm going to definitely run it by the writers and all this shit he said to me. He didn't tell me it was last season, though. You know what I mean? But then he also mentioned that he might, they might was thinking about getting one of Papa Wu's sons to do it. But I'm like, yo, bro, ain't nobody going to play Papa Wu better than me, not even one of his seeds with all due respect. You know what I mean? But, um, so anyway, I say that to say we like six, six episodes in and there is no sign of Papa Wu. They're not going to, I don't think they're even going to have a Papa Wu. Um, 
when I think about it budget wise, you know what I mean? On a on a on a on a set like that, like every extra person is extra money and shit like that. Um and they definitely wouldn't have been able to, you know, based on what I've done already, um, you know, on past gigs and all that, they would have had to pay me a certain amount. You know what I mean? So yeah, that probably would uh, you know, maybe it was a budgetary thing. I don't know. But even without Papa Wu, uh, I'm definitely enjoying this season. Um, man, some of the real standouts are the are the dudes that play Ray and Ghost. Like those two actors, man, they really fucking doing their thing. I don't know their names like that. Um, but they are doing their motherfucking thing. Um they had two allegorical episodes this season. Uh, the one about Old Dirty, the Dirt McGirt one, I'm not going to lie. I, uh, that was probably the only episode that I wasn't really feeling like that. Um, the other allegorical one with Ghost and Ray was actually kind of good. Um All in all, I think the show is very well done. You know, it definitely brings me back to the time. Um, yeah, I love it. Hats off. Hats off to the RZA, Method Man, the whole Wu-Tang Clan, Ghost Ray. Shout out Inspector Deck. Ooh, they showing Inspector Deck's pain in this one too. You know? It's fucked up that his his album got destroyed because Deck he is Deck is the shit. And he definitely got overlooked a lot. He definitely got overlooked. Um moving on, Godfather Harlem. Shout out to the Godfather Harlem. Um, Forrest Whitaker. Um, again, great acting on this fucking show, man. Great acting, great storytelling. Um, yeah, the whole storyline with Malcolm X and Bumpy's daughter and... Mm, Definitely uh, a dope-ass show. Matter of fact, when I get off of here, I'm probably going to go watch. There's a new episode out. Fucking uh, Chin Giganti just got out of jail or some shit like that. So uh, we got some things to do. That's right, Tommy Montana. Godfather of Harlem is impeccable. Fucking impeccable over here. Um. Oh yeah, you know I heard Killer Priest. Who got coffee? Ghostface Killer got coffee. I think J I think Jadakiss got coffee too. Now that I think about it, I need to fuck around and give me a coffee. You need me a coffee, a Lord J coffee. I drink coffee. 
Ah, they don't deliver to the UK, Teacher Maria. So sorry. Yes, the Lord been cooking beets. The Lord been cooking beets. I'm getting inspired again. Um, what did it say? Oh, yeah, season three is out. You better get up on it. You said you didn't know. You better get your ass to the damn. Shit, it's like, well, Godfather All, and we might be on like eight, episode eight or nine or some shit like that. Getting up there. Um... So yeah, that's what I'm watching. Those are those are my shows. Um, I'm also watching BMF. Whoa, whoa! Who's watching BMF? Who's watching BMF? And if you are, all I gotta say is, Charles. Oh, Charles Flannery. Charles Flannery. Mm, 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 mm. boy oh boy that whole shit bubbled over on you didn't it mama done found out but Charles was getting his freak on for like two episodes boy Charles was doing his damn thing and then you got crazy ass Lamar he done fucking killed the killed a girl try to give him some crack now now i'm gonna talk to y'all like y'all done seen the shit already if you missed it it's too bad i don't really care about spoilers um was that her fucking brilliant plan her brilliant plan was to be nice to crazy ass lamar and then get him on crack why you ain't just shoot the nigga? Like you had a chance, you had the gun and all this type of shit one time. Like you thought you was gonna pull him in and turn him into a crackhead? Like <laughs> I'm just trying to understand what kind of a what kind of a harebrained scheme did you think you was pulling off by okay you know what all right here's the thing i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna not give him some i'm gonna act like i'm gonna give him some pussy I'm not really give him some pussy and then i'm gonna make him feel like i'm gonna give him some pussy and tell him that if he wants to get this pussy, he got to smoke some crack. And you thought, see, this is where, I guess this is where the narcissism came in. And you thought that your pussy was so good. You thought your pussy was so good that this nigga was going to say anything, anything to get my dick hard so I could fuck you again. That's what you thought the nigga was going to do. You see the hole in your plan, girl? Because the pussy wasn't even that good. The nigga said, oh yeah, you first. 
<laughs> you didn't think that he might say that? That he might say, you first. And now here you go, denying it. Now you don't want to smoke. But you pulling the crack out. But now you don't, you, you ready to sniff though. You ready to sniff all day. But when it comes to smoking that C-Rack, um, you you want to act like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, nature have a good time. That's what gave you away. You dummy. If you didn't want to smoke that, then that shouldn't have even been part of your plan. You should have fucking, damn, well, what if the, what if he asked me to smoke it? What am I going to do? You know what I mean? Should have thought of that. Should have. So now, he's like, this bitch trying to play me. This bitch, this bitch trying to play me. I bet you this nigga meets you, put her up to this shit. You know what, I'm going to make her fucking smoke this shit, and then I'm going to fucking choke this shit out of her. Just what the fuck he did. She took that hit too. <laughs> I should have her coughing like a motherfucker. He's like, yeah, here, come here, baby. Let me, let me, let me soothe you. Let me soothe. Yeah. I was like, you big dummy. Now, that was some cold shit. When Lamar gonna pick up the phone after killing the girl mama and talk to his daughter. Well, what he think his daughter, that ain't his real daughter. She just said that shit. Um, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. He's like, he's all out of breath too. Uh, yeah, your mama can't talk right now. She's in the shower. Okay, baby. Love you. No, no, no. Uh. And just to let you know, uh, uh, I didn't kill your mama. Uh, yeah, we uh, we just got finished making love. Uh, nothing's wrong. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Oh, you big dummy. So, uh, yeah, I feel like little girl felt like something was wrong. Um, I ain't gonna lie. Donald Rollins is a bitch-ass nigga. And I like how he's getting played, like how his character's getting played by this dude on here. You know what I mean? But whatever, that's neither here or there. Donnell Rollins know he a bitch-ass nigga. He know when he see me what it is. But anyway, um, <laughs> exactly, Tommy Montana. Exactly. Um, but anyway, uh, but, you know, at the same time, I like his character on the show. 
You know what I mean? I like the character that they got him. He plays a perfect character. You know what I mean? Like, shut the fuck up, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to give my fucking dog your TV dinners, nigga. I'll smash your TV if I want. Why? Because you're a bitch-ass nigga. That's why. Now, shut the fuck up and help me cremate this girl. You bitch-ass nigga. You know what I mean? Anyway. That's all. I think that's all we got for today. Um, Oh, hang on. Did y'all hear that Puffy wants to buy BET? Feels like BET should be black-owned. How do y'all feel about that? That's almost like saying he feel like rappers should be real. <laughs> that rappers should be about what they say about, say they about. BET is, is a reflection of where we're at in this artificial world see now we're right back to the beginning BET is like artificial black tv it's not even owned and operated by black people why do we even call it black entertainment television because i guess because it's for black people, but it's not by black people. And that's what made FUBU, FUBU. It was for us, by us. You see? So this shit is no longer FUBU. BET is no longer FUBU. And so he's saying, let's make it FUBU. Uh, if you're just joining us right now, I see a few rest in peace, Lance Riddicks. And that's one of the first things we said when we came on today. But once again, yes, rest in peace, my brother, Lance Riddick. Someone said, I think Diddy is an opportunist and a money play, not for us. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely, I definitely feel like if Diddy was to buy BET, it would just be another thing to brag about. Like we would hear it in the rhyme. You know what I mean? Shit, I got revolting, revolting BET. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's like a, a vanity play almost. You know what I mean? Like, and then let's just say Diddy did buy it. What you gonna bring us, Diddy? That's gonna be like helpful programming. What is what is Revolt done? That's helpful programming. Just asking. Maybe y'all got some y'all got some examples right off the cuff right now. But he got drink champs in them some money. 
I mean, I'm happy for Nori and them. That's good. But that's one show. And like... What kind of helpful shit is on that show? Because I could have sworn I seen some shit on there that was like helpful towards the bent wrist people. You know what I mean? I'm just curious. Um. So would it be good to if BET was in black people's hands? or black had black ownership i think that would all depend on who the black owner was depends on who the black owner is um cuz everybody black ain't black hmm? so um First of all, I don't even watch BET like that no more. Let's be honest. BET is not even like, I I remember when I was proud of BET. Like when BET was in, DE, was in DC, I was gonna say DEC, when BET was in DEC, when it was in DC, like, and the conscious movement was going on and all that, it really felt like, like, yo, we got a black TV station. You know what I mean? Like, it felt like it was ours. It felt like it was ours. It was in Chocolate City, fucking D.C. Like, and it just, and you know, you couldn't miss BET. You had to watch The Basement fucking rap city all of that type of shit like they used to have the um teen summit all of these were like must watch tv and now it seems like bet is just a home for black reruns <laughs> and new not so good black shows. We're going to play the black reruns of Martin and fucking any fucking black show that used to be on. Let's just play the reruns of that and then try to incorporate some uh, newer programming. You know, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling, uh, BET like that. Now, what I didn't know was Deborah Lee, who was at one time the head of BET, had a sexual relationship with the guy uh, Bob Johnson. Is that his name? Who was the owner of BET at one point? Um, I didn't know they had a relationship. They both were married, and um, yeah. They was fucking. They was fucking. Um, 
Yeah, this is all shit that's just rushing in my head now. I think about BET and the the prospect of somebody buying it. Um, no, I didn't watch the BET Black Panther cartoon. Matter of fact, have it, I didn't watch the new Black Panther. I saw the first one, but I have not seen the second one. Now, I saw a hilarious take on uh from our brother dr umar where he said that he took his nephew or something to see the wakanda and how he was mad because he said that they had mexicans in there beating black people ass all up and down the screen for the whole movie and he was seriously tight and yo that shit had me laughing like a motherfucker his whole description of it like you just gotta see the shit like he's a funny motherfucker and um listen umar if you get that school open man you can get back in our graces bro like we don't hate you you definitely say a lot of the a lot of good shit like it's just it's that what's that school thing but it seems like you might be you know i saw we had some windows up but then they broke the windows you had to put the had to put the card but i had to put the uh, shit back up the boards back up on the windows get this motherfucker open that's all i can say Listen, I appreciate y'all joining me on this Friday evening. If you're going to go out, make sure you uh, be safe. Make sure you always have your situational awareness, meaning you're doing the knowledge to your environment and what's around you. You're not getting caught slipping. Um, you being safe, you're not drinking too much and shit, especially if you got to drive. Um, even if you don't have to drive, man, get you a water before you go, before you go home, man. Stop, stop, stop trying to, uh, uh, sneak that drink outside when they try to close the club and, and then you take your drink and you put it in your front pocket. You know how you do. And you put it in your front pocket and you walked in balance and you get your fucking drink outside. And then once you get it outside, you still got the glass cup from inside with your drink. You know what you be doing and shit like that. Right? <laughs> or is it just me that used to do that? Anyway, you shouldn't do that. Don't take your cup outside. Just leave that shit. Get you a water before you leave. Get you a water. And, um... Yeah, that'll be much better. Oh, real quick, shout out to Judah Asante. He said, knowledge of self is the key to life. Peace, God. Indeed, that's the unk. An unk is a key, and the key is knowledge. Um... So, yeah, y'all be safe out here, man. Have a great weekend. I'll be back 
next week. Uh, probably with some guests that you want to see, want to sit down and hear from. Till then, I appreciate everybody, every single person who uh, hit me on a super chat. Smooth Haynes. I'm fucking with you, son. I need an email address or some shit. Hit you with some beats. Anyway, once again, for the Godcast, I'm Lord Jamal. Also, if you haven't subscribed, make sure you do so. Click that notification bell and click all. So it's the God, y'all. I'll be back. Peace, family.